Bonjour. Welcome to episode Diace. That's is that right? Um Diace. Diace. That's Spanish for ten. Dies is French. You know there's another language uh, where it's D's. D's Nuts. Oh got him, got him, got him. Ba 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 bow got you. I'm peeking a lot. Um, yeah, like me when you take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> a little audio humor for you there, listeners. We are episode 10 of LMNOP. We didn't even get to that part because we were so excited about saying these nuts. Yeah, we, well, we have to say it again because I, I have a bit. Okay, also, if you hear some crunching and munching in the background, that's Balto. He's crunching on his bone and no, we will not make him move. <laughs> He's a good boy and he has earned his spot. He deserves to be on the bed where it's soft because he's soft and he's nice and he's a good boy. And it adds a nice audio texture mm-hmm. to the podcast because this episode especially is crunchy. It's crunchy? I don't know what that means, but Oh, okay. I thought maybe you had a pun. No. All right. So you are listening to episode 10 of LMNOP. The podcast about the best show on television, Elementary. Last Man Standing. Elementary? Actually, it's a bold claim. I've only watched one episode of Uh Last Man Standing, but pretty good so far. Pretty good so far. Mm -hmm. How good is the guy, the man? Well, he's still standing. And he's first or? No. Last. Definitely not first. He's last. Yeah. Well, good for him then, I guess. He made it. He's is he a nice guy who finished last standing? <laughs> um, he he hasn't had much interaction with other people, so it's hard to gauge. Oh yeah, yeah, because he's the last man on earth. Yeah, wait, he he does do a lot of stuff that I would do if no one else was around, like crash into big cans, uh, big pyramids of of canned soup in the supermarket. Hell yeah. I do that anyway. There's, <laughs> there's people around all the time, and they yell at me, and they say mean things to me when I'm just trying to live my truth and have fun. As someone that used to work in a grocery store, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> is it called Last Man Standing, or is it called The Last Man on Earth? That's a great point. Uh-huh. Um, probably on Earth. Well, but he is standing. So maybe the show is named wrong. Yeah. You were right just now to call it that. Actually, Last Man Standing is the name of my new game show, mm-hmm. where I just get a bunch of people, and then I punch them, and you I hit see. them with big foam bats. <laughs> yeah. See who can last. They can't hit back, though. Previously on Last Man Standing, everybody got kind of annoyed at Alec. <laughs> You're not even hitting me hard enough to knock me over. You're just being annoying. Boof. <laughs> <laughs> Boof. <laughs> well... So this episode um, of LMNOP is about Elementary, the television show. Yeah. And the episode of Elementary that we watched was also the 10th episode. Correct. Of season one called The Leviathan. 
spoilers, the, the killer turns out to be the Leviathan. It's a biblical episode. Yeah, you don't think that, you know, you don't think it's a spoiler till you get to the end, and then it turns out, oops. It's like, it actually, they've been really hiding the lead with this one, with mm-hmm. Elementary. It's actually a supernatural fantasy mm-hmm. world that Sherlock Holmes inhabits. Yeah, he happens to be in it, but... It's not his world. No. It's not any of ours. What is a, a Leviathan? Um, uh, all I know is that Leviathan are, like, the main bad guy in season 10 of Supernatural. Uh-huh. And they're, like, the darkness, you know? Oh, the darkness. The darkness. Bad evil. Bad, bad, no good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very interesting. Leviathan are cops. <laughs> <laughs> a A lab. <laughs> I don't know that we can go go around changing that acronym again. Um, didn't work out great the last time we tried. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it worked out fine, but it wasn't correct. So, anyway, um, so no, the, the Leviathan is not a killer. It is a safe, but we'll get to that. By the way, who are you? I don't know. Oh, um, why don't who you, are any of us? Why don't you introduce yourself, and then I'll go, and maybe I'll know. When after you say yours. Well, for the first time ever, I'm first. And I'm Alec, a.k.a. the Spank Bank Robber. Uh-huh. <laughs> I told you you wouldn't like it. You did tell me I wouldn't like it. So this is a person that steals your photos from your phone or whatever? No, no. A, a Spank Bank is not a, a physical thing. It's your memories. Oh, steals your memories. Ste- steals your memory. Borrows them. I'll give them back. I just had to stick my tongue deep inside your ear hole. Well, if you were Sherlock Holmes, you would think that a lot of useless information would be this bank bank robber. Because, you know, all the useless information is crowding out all the useful information. Like, it's sexy when big boobies. Yeah, very important. (laughs) It's like 90% of my brain space. Is remembering the boobies? Mm Mm-hmm. Just remember boobs? I remember. Sorry, I got distracted. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah. Um, it's time to use that 10% of your brain. Oh, it's so hard. Well, then stop thinking about boobs. I can't. <laughs> and I am your host, Val Flight Cub, a.k.a. The Unsinkable 2. <laughs> this episode begins with a bunch of people cracking a safe. What one might call a heist. A heist. Because they not only crack the safe, but, but they're also high on drugs. They're the heist. most high. They're the highest. Heist. But they not only crack open the safe, they also go inside of it. And then they take all the stuff that's in it. I thought you were going to say they crack open our hearts. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're really lovable robbers. We don't even see any part of... I still love them. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think... So, do you think that the the people that the actors that play the um, the robbers also are in this scene, or do you think they have like stunt double in any TV show or movie? If if a character is wearing a, a full body suit or a mask, I automatically assume it's a stunt person. Yeah, because it's like they have the full mask like over the face and like the goggles or something, and the hoodie up yeah. and everything yeah. yeah no they probably got people that were better actors as safe crackers 
<laughs> like, like I'm really good at scooping stuff into bags. <laughs> Listen, I can I can act as a librarian all day, but you want me to act like I can rob a, a bank? What no, hold? No, two, thank you. Hold two duffel bags <laughs> at the same time? Do you think there are people that have like made their career off of that? Uh huh. It's very specialized. <laughs> I mean, there is something very greedy about the hands. You can tell that they're, you know. Yeah. You see them, you don't even see them taking the stuff, that you just see them opening the drawers, and you know. And you know. That they're going to take the stuff. Ooh, was that a finger twitch? Oh. Somebody's excited. And the Academy Award for hand acting goes to... Mm. Anyway, they're really good at hand jobs. Okay, so it's that kind of episode. Anyway, we see that there's a robbery in a bank. No, in a, in a, in a, we see that, fuck. <laughs> It's just going to be that kind of episode. <laughs> a regular one? Yes. <laughs> so we see that there's a heist in a big safe. And uh, then we cut to the brownstone where Joan is like, is anybody going to get the door? Because the bell's doorbell's ringing. Not Detective Bell. Not Detective Bell. But Detective a regular doorbell. Detective doorbell. That's Marcus's brother. <laughs> door. And Joan goes downstairs and she sees a lady wearing just a t-shirt. And glasses, but there's a t-shirt and underwear. And and if you're paying attention, if you, for example, have watched the first ten episodes and then done a podcast on it, mm-hmm. you might notice uh, her shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a four-leaf clover, uh-huh. and it says, "I'm not lucky. I'm just good." Mm-hmm. Which is a very Sherlock thing to say uh-huh. and think, and I believe he did say it and think it once. He, he did. But as you pointed out, uh huh, I found this online. This is his shirt. This and, is definitely his shirt. And after seeing it, I, I'm like, I, I think I would have recognized that even if I hadn't like heard, seen it online that it was, oh, fun fact, this is shirt from the pilot. Because this is the pale yellow shirt that he wears in the pilot with a dark gray dress vest over it. <laughs> so yeah, so she's like, oh, hi, I'm Gwen. Um, I'm not going to answer the door. Hee <laughs> hee. Bye. <laughs> she walks away. <laughs> And um, Joan goes to answer the door, and another woman who looks just ex- almost exactly like this Gwen. Gwen is like, "Hi, I'm Hen," and it's like practically identical, except she's wearing a shirt that says, "I'm not good. I'm just lucky." She's wearing a sh- yeah. She's wearing a shirt that says plaid. <laughs> it's a plaid shirt. Um. But, uh, you know, she's very clearly a tween. A twain. She's a twin. She's a They're twin. twin. You can't twins. say tween. Oh, tween is a different word. <laughs> yep. She's a twan. She's an adult twin. She's an adult human twin. She's an adult twin. Um, yeah, and Joan is like, oh, I think I just met your sister. And the family resemblance here is uncanny. They are, she, she is also, twin number two is also um, not wearing pants. Mm. That's their family, um, that's their like, you know how like Tartan, the family Tartan? Yeah, they have no. Theirs is no pants. Right. Yeah. They have no family genes. <laughs> um, uh, also, fun fact about this, this is not two actresses. No, it's it's very clearly... It's one actor. Yeah. I don't think they're ever on screen at the same time. They're not. Yeah, they couldn't even be bothered to finagle that. Which, you know what? I don't care. Yeah. It's interesting that there's two of them. Yeah. We don't need to see them in the same frame. Yeah, no, it's kind of... It's funny. There's it's no need to practical. waste... practical. Yeah, there's no need to waste uh, CGI on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that there's ever 
CGI in this show. No, they actually kill these people. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Dang. Commitment to the role. Well, that's too bad. Joan finally goes to open the door and Sherlock appears. And he's like, all right, fine, Joan, if you must know... My, my relationship with the Lynch sisters is mutually beneficial. And she's like, I didn't ask. And he's like, I get to study the differences in them as they're identical twins. And Science. they get, and she's like, I didn't ask. Which, <laughs> I think this is very Sherlock to be like, oh, you're looking at me. You must be thinking about <laughs> the hot, sexy twins that you just encountered. Allow me to enlighten you. Um, they're sexy and hot and... They think I'm sexy and hot and they like my wiener. So I do science with them. And and there are seven things that I've been able to tell that are different about them. (laughs) And one of them is twin one likes my wiener and twin two really likes my wiener. (laughs) (laughs) Joan is like, I could not have asked less. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you just have to say stuff. Sometimes you just want to (laughs) volunteer sexual information about yourself. Yeah, sometimes you do. (laughs) Sometimes you do. I don't. No. People do. People. People. People that I have slept with. I've slept with people. So, um, they finally fucking open the door. I would have left by now. (laughs) Nothing is this important. Bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong. I'm done. Yeah, that's it. I'll do that many However many that was, but I'm not doing any more than that. (laughs) And uh, the guy that's at the door is like, Hello, is Sherlock Holmes here? I was told by a mutual acquaintance that he would be. That I might have to try a few times. He has a voice like that. He does. Yeah. He was referred to Sherlock by an associate of his in London. Which is actually, if you know the books, a reference to the safe cracker. Huh? Yeah, the safe cracker. He's one of Sherlock's friends in London. And he goes around and he's like, I'm gonna crack your safe. Is that real? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, something that is real. That is, a um, the London is a cheeky reference to the fact that Sherlock used to live in London. <gasps> Just like Harry Potter and Prince Charles. Uh-huh. Wow. And Alex from City Girls Make Do. Too many Alexes. I don't even know if she listens to this podcast. <laughs> but shout out to her if she does. She better now. <laughs> um, oh, she's the one with the British accent. Yes. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's where she gets it. <laughs> it's from watching so much elementary. <laughs> so this guy is from Casterly Rock Security, who uh, they're the creators of the giant safe that we saw get cracked into, obviously. The Leviathan. And um, as Sherlock is talking to him about the safe and everything, the two sisters, like, one by one, leave and say bye to Sherlock. And I just, like, I don't know why. I just think it's really cute the way he's, like, the the first one is, like, bye, Sherlock. And he, like, blows her a little kiss, like, (laughs) silently. And then um, the other one is, like, bye, Sherlock. And he salutes her. (laughs) It's, it's cute. I don't know. I wonder if he was like, he didn't want to be boring and do the same thing twice. Or like, he knows one of them, you know, is like, oh, oh, have kisses twin, twin two likes to be called the captain. <laughs> <laughs> She's in charge. Uh, there's a semen joke to be made, but yeah, not by me. Hmm. Listeners, it's up to you. Send in your semen jokes to 
at LMNOPodcast on Twitter. It's just cast. It's not oddcast. Oh. LMNOPcast. I know things. I really should have made it podcast, but I didn't. Ah. Well. It's my fault. It's all right. Oh, well. If we don't get any semen jokes on Twitter, we'll know why. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, there. It's, I'm sorry. The, the owner of LMNOP Oddcast is gonna be like, "Why is my inbox filled with?" I don't think that there is one. I think we could have gotten that, and I just didn't. It's not too late. Yeah, there is. Don't send it to at LMNOP because that is someone, and I don't know what it is. They make alphabet soup. Oh, it's middling quality. <laughs> Get it? No, please explain. It's the middle of the alphabet. Oh! <laughs> so Sherlock is in the kitchen talking to this guy about the Leviathan. Because mm-hmm. he's like, this safe was cracked once before by these four people. But they were, so this was once in a lifetime. They were top tier. The only four people that could ever do it. The best. The best. And Sherlock is like, well, you called your safe impregnable. And then within the year it was cracked. So... You're stupid. Well done, Mr. Titanic. Yeah. And the guy is like, no, no, no. These are the only four people that could have done it. So there must be a fifth one out there because they're all in jail now. There must be a fifth one out there that, you know, is running around with the recipe of how to crack the Leviathan. And we got, that, that's the only way. That's the only way. No one else is going to figure out if you throw salt and pepper at this thing. It just opens wide open. Yeah. Crack it like an egg. Yeah. Make a seasoned omelet if you're white. <laughs> That's seasoning for white people. Yeah. It's the good S- stuff. Spicy omelet. Spicy. Don't put too much pepper in, though. Aww. You don't want it too hot. Yeah. Don't go crazy. I'll occasionally throw in some cinnamon to my scrambled eggs. Um, the third seasoning. Yeah. <laughs> the fourth seasoning is winter. <laughs> <laughs> And Sherlock is like, well, listen, if those four people could crack it, that means it's possible. And, uh, you know, you probably just have another person or four, group of four people who are going to crack it again. And I'll prove it to you because I'm going to be the fifth person. To I crack can just it. do it all on my own. I'm just going to do it. And the guy's like, um, no, you're not. And he's like, uh, I guess I am. Take me to the safe. This is going to take two hours tops. So 17 hours later. 17 hours later. <laughs> no, they, they, they go to the bank, and, and it is a pretty cool sequence as he's walking up to the Leviathan. Mm-hmm. He's just, like, pointing out every security feature and, and yeah. how to get around it. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, temperature check, and you just spray that with some hairspray. I love when TV shows tell you how to do crimes. <laughs> like, do you think that's real, that you could fool a sen- temperature sensor with hairspray? Probably. Yeah. They're... Now, this is going to sound really stupid because I'm going to be like, it's going to be super vague because I don't know the name of the movie. But there is a bank heist movie that was so well planned and so well done that the the, the director or writer was like interrogated uh, by police because they were like, did you break into this bank? <laughs> and and when he, went, he was like, no, I found the blueprints in the library. Oh, my God. <laughs> BRB, Alec, and I have to go to the library to um to check out Happy Feet on DVD. I love Elijah Wood. Mm. I like that, you know, I love any movie that's about his feet. I know, I've seen your search history. <laughs> Elijah Wood feet, Elijah Wood feet, real. 
Elijah Wood. <laughs> um, I'm sick of seeing his hobbit feet. I'm sick That's of... That's not what I want. Yeah, don't Photoshop his face onto other people's feet. So, <laughs> Sherlock is like, hello, I'm here to crack your safe. And the manager is this guy, um, Baton Vare. And he's like, um, no, you're not. I'm sweaty. And Sherlock is like, first of all, your name means green stick. Second of all, excuse me. And just like... <laughs> Breezes past him. So yeah, he's got all, he, he figured out everything about the Leviathan. He's like, you could crack this little, there's like a, a, a jail door before the real cell, the real safe door. And he's like, you could crack this so easily. Mm-hmm. And then he gets to the Leviathan safe and he's like, uh, and then, and then, and then uh, you, you look at it and, and the answer comes pretty good safe, solid. Pretty good safe. (laughs) (laughs) When he gets to the safe door, the reason that he's, like, kind of stumped is because there's a number code um, to open the safe, but the only way... It it changes every ten minutes. Two minutes. Every two minutes. And the only person that has the key, like, as the... Is the owner who is in Switzerland at the time, Mm -hmm. and he has the key fob on him at all times that has the, the number changing so so there was no way to get the password from anybody no apparently there's no possible way to just guess the the code because it's random because it's completely random Mm -hmm. you can't pick the the door of the safe because the key is like a foot long Mm -hmm. yeah and the pins are weighted yeah yeah so sherlock is like all right well i will simply sit here until i figure it out and then a day goes by and joan comes in and she's like hey you said you were gonna be two hours um, are you okay? And Sherlock is like, great question. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... I've not been able to melt the, the Leviathan down with my mind. No. So that was my last... Still waiting for my lasers to grow in, apparently. <laughs> Baton Vare comes back in and he's like, can you guys leave? And Sherlock is like, no, green stick. Fuck off. <laughs> do you want us to, do you want us to figure this out or not? Huh? <laughs> Green steak, stop being such a mean prick. And it's every, it's any second now. I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah. So you friggin' young tree, get it. You'd be terrible firewood. Yeah. But you still have sap in you, huh? Oh, you sappy boy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, we just got a notification on our phones, and I thought it was our delivery food, but it's not. It's just our friend being. Ugh. Being friendly to us. And what a disappointment. Talking to us. Friendship. Ugh. Um, Does not sustain me. You're not a tofu cube. <laughs> well. No. No. She's not. No. Um, so Joan stays there with Sherlock and falls asleep because he spends so much time just staring at this wall, essentially. Yeah. And, and, and she's able to fall asleep because she's comfortable there. With, she feels safe. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sherlock uh, wakes her up by, like, staring at her. Sherlock is a cat. We've said this before, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a cat. And uh, he, so he's just, like, staring at her. And she's like, Ugh! what are you doing? And he's like, she thinks she's so clever, doesn't she? Joan is like, who? And he's like, the safe. She thinks she can melt me down with her eyes, but she can't. <laughs> and Joan is like, you need to stop doing this now. And she actually, she says in 
AA, they would call this a dry drunk. You're indulging in all these obsessions of addiction without the drugs. And that is totally true. That's not healthy. It's not healthy. And we have talked about this with Sherlock before. I mean, so Sherlock is like, fine. You know what, Joan? You're so right. Let me just try one last thing. And he goes over to the fire extinguisher and breaks open the thing and takes the axe out and just whacks the... the Pin pad of the Leviathan. The pin pad with the the axe. Breaks it open. (laughs) I I was half expecting him to grab her car keys and (laughs) drive her car into the safe. Yeah. Uh, And he goes, now before you say anything, remember that I'm holding an axe. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be mean to me! (laughs) I can't take it! So so they do go home, finally, and, and sleep and everything. So the next morning, um, Sherlock is going over things, and he's trying to figure out who the new safecrackers are. Because he's like, the old safecrackers must have sold the recipe. That's the only way. And Joan is like, oh, since you couldn't crack it, that must mean that those four guys are the only people that could crack it, because you're the smartest guy in the world. And he's like, yeah, I'm the smartest guy in the world. Yeah. And jo- this is where Joan is like, hey, did you give the Leviathan people my cell phone number? And he's like, yeah, I didn't want them calling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I broke their favorite toy. Yeah, They're probably upset. I don't want them calling me about it. It's definitely going to cost millions of dollars to fix that. <laughs> Please excuse our Pad Thai breath. Please excuse our dear Aunt Sally. Um, so we just went and got food delivered and then we ate it and now we're back. So if it seems like, you know, we're less... Um, irritated or um, less funny. That's why. <laughs> you know, you got a podcast hungry. Mm-hmm. You got to be hungry for it. Uh, Not really. Humor only comes from a lack of something. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A lack of food. Mm-hmm. A lack of you know self worth. Parental so. love. Yeah. yeah. The normal things that nobody has. Um. So where we were before we got food delivered was Sherlock was saying that. There must be some way that the original team leaked their recipe or something. Because once you've eliminated the impossible, whatever remains, however improbable, must be the truth. Hmm. He invented that. What a good line. Mm-hmm. And Joan is like, the impossible being that somebody else could crack it and you aren't also able to crack it. The impossible being you're not the smartest man alive. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Yes. Have you met me? Yes. He's like, I've met a lot of people. And they're all been (laughs) dum-dums. Even you, Watson. You're stupid. I like you as a friend, but uh, (laughs) don't try and say you're smarter than me. Because you're not. Oh, you're a doctor? Oh. Like, I couldn't be a doctor if I wanted to be. I can diagnose cardio infarction on a site. What was the thing, you know, the girl with the toe thing? Oh, uh, endocrinitis. Endocrinitis. The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Mm, maybe you're the smartest guy in the world. Maybe. Maybe. You're the smartest guy in this room. <laughs> Till Balto comes in. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, nice little shout out to old school Sherlock. You know, with the once you've eliminated the impossible. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. But we'll never hear that again. Probably not. And Sherlock is like, wait, you're going to brunch with your mom? You look like you're going to a job interview. You must really still want to impress her. And Joan is like, Bye. <laughs> because he's right. Of course. So they go to brunch. And the mom is like, Joan, you don't get to order. 
I've ordered for us already. It's we're gonna get whatever's freshest. Great. Which is the way to go, really. Thanks, yeah. I mean, I guess, but wouldn't I would rather the writer said like it's all fresh. Okay. Well, this is a wonderful fantasy world that you live in. Yeah. But they're living in the real world. Where fish deliveries are on different days. Mm-hmm. Haddock on Tuesday. Why do you say these things like you know them? I do! Do you deliver haddock? No, I, w- I worked in a fish market for like two and a half years. Uh-huh. No, I didn't. I'm lying. Sorry. <laughs> you were- you had me! <laughs> I know! I know! I had to tell you before. I got it too deep! <laughs> I was going to ask you other questions about fish markets. I know, but then it was going to get fishy when I didn't know all the answers. Is the newspaper real that they wrap the fish in? No, it's all fictitious news. Fish news, <laughs> for short. I can't believe you didn't really work in a fish market. I'm sorry. Well, it's okay because I did work in a fish market. Really? For three and a half years. Wow. I believe you. I once smelled like I worked in a fish market. I lied! <laughs> I know. I, I was I was Ubering, and I picked up a guy from um, Redacted Supermarkets, and he worked in the fish department. Hmm. And then you drove him around in your car. Yep. And he fish stunk. And then the next person I, I picked up, I was like, I'm so sorry. I've been driving around with all the windows down. For as long as I could. I hope it doesn't smell like fish in here. Oh, no. And they were like, oh, it does. You get a one star. <laughs> yeah, that was my last night Ubering. Wow. Rip. What was your score on Uber? Um, Honestly, like 4.8. It's probably hard. I mean, well, you were a good driver. I, well, I was a good driver, but but also like the my first week... I, I drove this lady and I, I missed the exit, mm-hmm. um, and and she gave me like a three star or whatever. Ugh. And then I didn't Uber like two hundred trips a day, mm-hmm. and so it was actually I got tons of five stars, but it, it, mathematically, it's difficult to to raise it. Mm. So I was happy-ish with my four point eight, but I knew I could have been a four point nine. You're a five in my eyes. I got a ten. Thanks, Babby. yeah no 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 (laughs) i was kidding i was kidding i I would imagine most drivers get have close to i don't know i've never seen an uber driver with under four but i guess they don't get to drive after yeah exactly once it gets uber kills you if you drop below a four star you don't get to do anything if you drop below four you just it's stressful well yeah why do you think people spend thousands of dollars on snacks and waters to Mints, give to you chargers. ungrateful apes? <laughs> I'm a very grateful ape. That's why I kept so many bananas in my car. <laughs> huh. So Joan is at brunch with her mom. Right. At the fish market. <laughs> and... She's, the mom says, oh, I got a call from your brother. He's coming by tomorrow for dinner and you're going to have dinner with us. What? And Joan is like, no, no, I can't because I have a sober charge that I have to watch all the time. I can't just leave him. And the mom's like, yes, you can. Just find another babysitter for him. Yeah. She's like, wow, the disrespect. Wow. I I don't need a baby. He, he needs a trained nanny. Yeah. She's not a babysitter. She's an adult sitter. Yeah, thank you very much. Sometimes we stand. Yeah. Mom. I'm an adult stander. Sometimes I jog. (laughs) 
Um, so the mom is like, you might think you're not coming, but you are. Because you'd never see your brother, and I'm your mom, and you have to. Please. And uh, Joan gets a call from Sherlock, and he's like, you can have brunch, but after brunch, you're going to meet me at Sing Sing. Hmm. So. And Joan's on the phone, and she's like, what do you mean I have to meet you at Sing Sing? And she, like, makes eye contact, eye contact with her mom, and she's like, like, shakes her head, like, he's not there. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's not in Sing Sing. No, 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 we're, just, we're going to Sing Sing. Yeah, we're just going to. For gonna, fun. Yeah. And the mom is like, the jail? <laughs> the karaoke bar? <laughs> Sing Sing is... Get your dance moves out of here. We only sing here. <laughs> Sing Sing is the name of my karaoke bar. <laughs> Good one! <laughs> Thanks! Sing Sing is what happens when you walk into Nook's Cranny and you um, ask them what their favorite uh, DreamWorks animation film is. Sing! 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, Timothy and Tomothy. Um, mm. So, uh, after brunch, Joan and Sherlock are at Sing Sing, the karaoke bar, mm -hmm. where a man has been imprisoned. He got a really good lawyer. Or a really bad one. Depending on how he feels about karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. Um, so they're talking to him and he's like, why do you think that I would tell you my safe cracking recipe after I didn't say anything during the trial when people in the trial could have gotten me, you know, reduced sentence or better jail time or in a, a different karaoke bar with better singers. <laughs> Trillick's like, well, we're here. <laughs> so you must have, you must be open to you it. You invited us. You <laughs> said yes to the invitation. Yeah. Um, and he's like, she does a good point. You, you have a good point. Please continue. <laughs> um, so his, uh, so Sherlock's offer for this guy is I have, he doesn't say it, but he's, he offers the guy, um, an opportunity to be one of his irregulars, which mm. we'll learn more about later. But basically this consultant consults other consultants. Oh, damn. Mm -hmm. And he's like... You can be somebody that I talk to when I have questions about safe cracking, and it'll, you know, use your brain, which you never get to do at jail. At jail? <laughs> yeah, it's it's nice because, you know, even though Sherlock knows that he's the smartest person in the world mm -hmm. overall, mm -hmm. there are some uh, niche uh, things mm -hmm. that he could use some brushing up on. Yeah, he likes to ask other people about... Nietzsche subjects like, is God dead? <laughs> Get it? Nietzsche. The, the guy. So the safe cracker says to them, he's like, hmm, I'm intrigued by your offer. One of the people in the original heist died from an unnamed illness. Maybe while he was sick and wanted to get some money for his family before he died, he sold the recipe to this guy that came to talk to him about it. Ooh. Offered him the recipe. No, offered him money for the recipe. Interesting. And Sherlock's like, oh. Ravioli, ravioli, give me the formioli. Exactly. And Sherlock is like, hmm, who is this restaurateur? <laughs> Get it? I do. And, um, and the safe cracker is like, you can't get mad at me when I tell you. It's the Chevalier. The Chevalier? The Chevalier! Oh no! Chevalier. Chevalier. 
The chandelier. The chandelier. It's French for the night. Oh, which is kind of the opposite of a chandelier. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. So, so they take this lead, and they're they're walking out of the the jail. And Joan is like, "Huh? So nobody's seen this guy. They don't know that he even exists at all. He could be a leprechaun." And Sherlock's like, "Yes, he's European. So what?" <laughs> and Joan is just like, "He just said whatever. He just said a random thing." Yeah, he just like gave you a ghost story. Yeah, basically, pretty much. Yeah, Sherlock is like, "Sure, the Chevalier has never been found, but I've never looked for him." Did you forget I'm the smartest man alive? Did you forget I'm a very special boy? <laughs> and, um, sure enough, they find him. Wow, damn, he's good. Really quickly, actually. Yeah. So they're going through the evidence about the certain paintings that the Chevalier has stolen mm-hmm. and stuff. and Paintings and, and Greek coins. Yes. And the, the, the quill that was used to write the Declaration of Independence. Uh-huh. And the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> um, and the bird that laid the egg that eventually became the bird that had the feather that turned into the quill that wrote the Declaration of Independence. Oh, damn! This shit's getting deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're looking through these things, and there's this picture of an art opening, Vincent van Gogh's. I've, I went to Europe on vacation once, so I oh, I pronounce it Van Gogh. Wow. Yeah. His painting, the Pietra, the Pieta, was stolen the day it was premiered in the museum. So Well, at least people got to see it first. Yeah, exactly. And so they've got these pictures of the crowd, and there's this one guy who has Greek coins as his little... Cufflinks. Cufflinks. Oh, dang. And she looks like... That's the ones that he stole. This is the Chevalier. Why not just get cufflinks that say, I'm an art thief? Yeah, right? One that says art, and then the other one says theft. (laughs) Um, I wish that I was an extremely... Well, no. I don't wish that I was one. But if I was an extremely rich fancy man, Mm. I would definitely have goofy cufflinks. Oh, yeah. What are people going to say? I like your cufflinks. Yeah, and I'll say thank you. (laughs) <laughs> like you know getting one where um it, you're if you're a judge you get a, one with a little gavel oh i thought you were gonna say you get one that says guilty <laughs> <laughs> one that says not guilty <laughs> that would be great well actually you just you just get one that says guilty and one that says not not mm-hmm. like oh is he gonna lift up both hands or no nope. you get a high five or a high 10 <laughs> are you getting a high five to 25 <laughs> <laughs> i mean Cufflinks are like the earrings of first rate cis men. Yeah. Who are fancy. Yeah. It's like they're little, they're little place to express themselves. Mm-hmm. Not everyone take, takes that opportunity, but that's fine. Oh, I'm uh, a straight male. I can't dye my hair fancy colors. Nope. I can't wear earrings. Nope. I'm wearing a toe ring, but no one's going to see it. <laughs> oh, I love that. Like with a, with a little sapphire on it. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And my toe wiggling sound. Yeah. I'm fancy. <laughs> Nobody knows it, but I know it. I'm a little wacky. <laughs> I'm, I'm going crazy today. <laughs> Two toe rings on the same toe. I'm oh, quirky. Damn, dude, you really toe in the line. Yeah. <laughs> I like to say I did it toe him. No. I towed you so. Hey. <laughs> nailed it. Hey. This is a joint effort. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting less feet and more just anatomical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ligaments. Yeah, if you think about it. Babby, 
I don't know how to tell you this, but your breath stinks. Could you use a, a ligament? <laughs> Why don't you ligament my balls? <laughs> So the guy in the photo with the cufflinks expressing mm-hmm. himself via toe ring is Peter Kent. And Sherlock is like, yeah, Le Chevalier might be a leprechaun, but Peter Kent is in the phone book. Let me just pull up my phone book app on my cell phone. Because who the fuck has a phone book anymore? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they go they go to this guy's house. and uh, The only Peter Kent in New York. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And the woman that answers the door is like, you want to talk to Peter Kent? You want to talk to Peter Kent? And they're like, yeah. And she's like, mm-hmm. So they bring Sherlock and Joan to his office. Mm-hmm. And, and they have an apexies around. Mm-hmm. And Sherlock's like, that's stolen and that's stolen <laughs> and that's stolen. There's a bunch of original art on the walls. Yeah. yeah. But Van Gogh's Peter is nowhere to be seen. Mm-hmm. Except his dick pic is hidden. <laughs> there, there is there is one hanging up on the wall, but but he thinks it's a, a lithograph, just it's like a, a print. It's like a poster from the museum. Yeah, it's like oh, come see this. Yeah, and, but it's like framed and it's like behind glass. Yeah, and Sherlock's like he didn't, he wouldn't, he didn't, he's not. No. no. Smash. He wouldn't be that bold. Yeah. And then he, you know, wraps his elbow in his jacket as he, he so often does to smash the glass nice. in the frame. And then pokes a little hole in the lithograph and tears it and tears it and tears it. And there's the Peter. There's Peter. There he is. There's the real Peter. Mm-hmm. Bonk. <laughs> just popping out. Just popping out. Not his whole face, just one eye. <laughs> oh. I get it. <laughs> um, and uh, so so finally this young guy comes out and he's like, you wanted to talk to Peter Kent? What the heck is going on? And Sherlock's like, "Are you, you're not Peter Kent. He's older than you. And he's like, yeah, that's my dad. But why would you want to talk to my dad? And Sherlock's like, well, he's an art thief. Art thief. We could tell by his cufflinks that say art thief. Mm-hmm. Um, good thing I'm wearing my cufflink that says guilty. I lost the not one, but... <laughs> But just assume it's there. Yeah. And and, and, and young the young kids, like, I, Peter, can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> because um, he's like, my dad had a stroke two years ago. He hasn't even stood up in 18 months. And it shows the Peter Kent, and he's there with his wife, and she's, like, sitting next to him. He looks very feeble. Yeah. He's like, oh. But he is an art thief, though. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sherlock is like, okay, he didn't do that heist we're accusing him of from two days ago. But but I saw he did definitely take that other art. So yeah, and this is great. So they just uh, they just take the art as a way of compromising because like they they talk about Joan is like I can't believe we took this million dollars on the subway and Sherlock is like well you didn't want to put a stroke victim in jail and you know neither did I and but we also like can't just let them keep the stolen stuff. So they just took it with them. Yeah, so we'll just return it. <laughs> yeah, return it. No questions asked, hopefully. And they took it on the, on the subway. subway. And she's like, I don't even want to know how much that watch cost that was covered in diamonds. And Sherlock was like, $25 million. <laughs> like, once again, she did not ask. I specifically did not ask. Yeah. So they, they go to the captain and they're like, so captain, um, this art fell off a truck. <laughs> I was out jogging and whoops, I... Tripped on some priceless heirlooms. <laughs> There's a whole pile of them. And we just, so we just scooped them up and brought them to you. And no, you shouldn't ask any more questions about it. Do you want them or not? <laughs> yeah. Captain's like, yeah. 
Okay. Of course I want them. <laughs> Sherlock uh, gives Captain the box and then gets up and starts walking out while he's holding the big tube in his hand. And Gregson is like, wait, you're not, isn't that something? And Sherlock's like, oh, this? No, this is just something I picked up for my apartment. This is for me. This is a Fight Club poster. This is this is a poster of Bob Marley. This is um, a poster from Reservoir Dogs. This poster has a fancy car and a fancier lady on it. <laughs> we just, we stopped by the poster sale for freshmen. Yeah. Fresh fresh posters for freshmen. It's not a good name for a store, but it... This poster was $7. It's not $50 million <laughs> Van Gogh. Why would you ask? Man, I really do wish that all of this took place in London, because instead of Sherlock taking all this stuff, you know, the, the painting in a tube on the on the subway, he would have taken the tube on the tube! Painting in a tube in a tube. In a tube in a tube. In a tunnel in While London. wearing a tube top. Oh yeah, we didn't mention that, but he is very much mm-hmm. wearing a tube top. Yeah. yeah, he's looking good. I like that he, it's like bedazzled because it like matches all the diamonds on the watch and stuff. Yeah, one might even say spangled. It's spangled. Listeners, we looked up the definition of spangled today. And it will blow your mind. It means... No spoilers. It, but... it means covered in spangles. Okay, well, spoilers. Oh. <laughs> well, that's not a spoiler for the show. <laughs> what show? Spangled on CBS? <laughs> The show we're talking about! No! I wasn't saying no spoilers to the elementary episode that has nothing to do with anything being spangled. It was the Leviathan! Damn. I I said no spoilers! (laughs) This episode is ruined. We have to go back to the beginning. (sighs) So this episode opens with someone's ringing the doorbell. No. (laughs) Um, So they're back to the the brownstone because Sherlock is hanging up the Pieta there. <laughs> and he's like, it really ties the room together. It looks it looks nice here. It belongs here. And Jonah's like, we're not keeping that. Sherlock's like, no, we're borrowing it. Yeah, we're not keeping it for too long. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, like, you, you're returning that first thing in the morning. <laughs> he's like, I'm returning it first thing some morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it in a morning. <laughs> I will be morning when I have to return this. <laughs> <laughs> so Oren calls Joan. And he's like, Joan, I'm so happy you agreed to go to dinner with us. Joan's like, huh? I didn't do that. And Orin's like, I just got your text. Joan is like, bye. And she, so Sherlock has done the thing that he did. He's done two times now, Mm -hmm. a third time, and has texted Orin saying that Joan and he will both be at the dinner. Oh, dang. And Joan is like, I put a lock on my phone. And he's like, do you remember what episode we're in right now? (laughs) (laughs) Like, do you really think I can't break the lock on your phone? Yeah. Hack the lock on your phone or whatever. It's y- you used your birth date. <laughs> it's S-H-E-R. <laughs> oh, Sherlock. <laughs> Joan would never do something so derivative. No. But I would. Anyway, so um, Joan is like, okay, but you're not coming to dinner with my family. And Sherlock is like, aren't I though? <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna be there. I feel like I kind of have to because you said it yourself, you can't leave me alone. And I may feel like... I feel like I might relapse tomorrow if you're not there with me. Oh, no. You don't want me to relapse. And Joan is like, you know that I can't leave you if you say that. You're just saying that. And Sherlock's like, maybe. It's like like when Balto is um, getting up in the morning. Mm -hmm. And and I'm just like, Balto, I'm so lonely. So he legally can't leave. (laughs) He's like, fine. I'll come over and look your face, but I won't love it. Yeah. He, he, yeah, I do. I love it. So, <laughs> so anyway, they go to bed. Well, no. Joan. <laughs> no, no. No. Never. 
Spoilers for the rest of the season, they never do that, and it's never on the table. <laughs> that sounds oh, like they have... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like they definitely have sex on the table. It does sound like that. I meant the, the, off, the idea is never in their minds at all. No. Which I just, I like. Sometimes I don't like the whole will-they-won't-they they thing. Yeah. You know? Sometimes they shouldn't. Sometimes they won't. And this is one of those times. Anyway, Joan goes to sleep, and then... Sherlock wakes her up the next morning and is like, Joan, we have evidence to look at. <gasps> I love evidence. Evidence! And he's wearing a very cute outfit here. He's got a little checkered shirt and the vest and the jacket and the vest and the jacket match. Hmm. And it's not a t-shirt with the vest. <laughs> this is the outfit that he basically wears like for the rest of the show is like a matching jacket and vest and a buttoned up shirt with yeah. all the buttons buttoned. When I was younger, I thought that, like, every button on a shirt was, like, supposed to be buttoned. Why else would it be there? Right. Yeah. Exactly. I looked very silly, but I didn't know. But I also, like, had a set of clothes once that was a sweater and a leg and leggings. And so I thought you were just supposed to wear the sweater and leggings. So somebody was like, "Are you, what shirt are you wearing under that? And I was like, oh. why would I be wearing a shirt under it? <laughs> I, I definitely did that a few times as a kid. Usually it was because I just hadn't done laundry, and so I was out of shirts. So I was like, I can just wear a sweatshirt. Yeah. And I remember like getting wicked hot after lunch. And oh like, no! Well, can't do anything about this. You know what's hilarious is I in high school showered so frequently that I sh- I showered every day, hmm. and. I remember the one day that I didn't shower and I wore a sweatshirt because I felt gross. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, Saturdays are for showering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like that was a standout moment in my high school yeah. career was like, I didn't you shower. shower today. Nobody touch me. I'm disgusting. <laughs> so Sherlock's like, Joan, we got to look at evidence because there was this piece of evidence that the jurors went back to three times. Joan is like, that's what they that's do. What they, they look at evidence. They're supposed to. A few times. Yeah. And Sherlock's like, this was a random piece of paper that just had their coffee orders on it. So look at that. If that's got to mean something. Because once once you hear that they were all in the same room together ordering coffee, that's all the evidence you need that they were conspirators. Yeah. Why would you need to look at the receipt again? Maybe their latte orders are secret passcodes. Mm. No, probably not. It's probably just coffee. Maybe when they say vanilla chai, it means we need to cover the motion sensor with a box. Ooh. And soy milk Ah. means hairspray on the heat thingy. Yep. And the fact that they all got soy milk Mm -hmm. means that they needed a lot of hairspray. Uh-huh. And they venti, 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 it was very large, is how much money they'd be making. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ka-ching. Ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-venti. And they got a black coffee, which means they don't want any milk in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they go into the police off station, police station, <laughs> and Sherlock figures out that the, the coffee order is written on a piece of paper that has some random gibberish on the back. Ooh. Printed out. Joan is like, oh, one of them has a printer. <laughs> and apparently this gibberish is not actually gibberish. It's just meant to look like gibberish. But it's actually a programming language. What? Mm-hmm. Called Malboge. On Mongoose. Mongoose. And Sherlock is like, so one of them must have recognized the Mongoose 
mm-hmm. and wanted to look at the evidence again. One of the one of the jurors recognized this. One of the jurors. That's why they brought it back uh-huh. three times. Yes. Because why else? And he was like, one of the jurors is the person that figured out how they did it, how they cracked the Leviathan. One of the 12 poor jurors. Huh? It was a 12 angry jurors reference, but I just replaced angry with poor because they needed to break into a bank. It didn't work as well. Oh, I see. Because they didn't have $40 million, and anyone who doesn't have $40 million is poor. I don't have $40 million, and I am poor. And I do, and I'm not. <laughs> and no, you can't Could have you any. share? Okay. No. And I'm not going to give you gas money for every time you drive me. Get your own car! Yeah. <laughs> $40 million! I could, but that would not be a nuisance to you. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm a nuisance with no sense! <laughs> um, got my inheritance, call that nuisance. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's my opinion, that's my two cents. Sometimes I can spot cows. That's my moo sense. (laughs) So Sherlock is like, I have a person who knows programming languages. I've sent it to them and she's going to translate it for me and get back to me about it. And they look up the jurors and there's one whose previous job was software engineer. And they're like, oh, every software engineer is secretly a hacker. (laughs) It's true. So he, he probably could do it. So they, so Sherlock gets the translation back, mm-hmm. and he's like, Joan, look, they did. They hacked the random number generator. And he shows her his phone with the text message from this person. That's just something like equation. Yeah. And she's like, that does not say they hacked- what you just said. Yeah. And he's like, it's an algorithm. It does say that if you smirt. Uh-huh. Thank you for sneezing on me, Baldo. <laughs> she's like, you're welcome. <laughs> So they're like, we got to find this software engineer juror. So they go to his apartment and they're at his apartment building and there's a cop out there. And he's like, you can't go in. It's an active crime scene. And they're like. And and Sherlock goes, I got a delivery, a pizza delivery. You got to let me in. (laughs) We got to fix the toilet in in 4D. And Joan is like, I I know there's a crime scene. I'm here to clean up the crime (laughs) evidence. I'm a maid. (laughs) I, I'm that thing that, that Dexter does. He he doesn't clean up. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> um, but Sherlock is like, but I'm with the police, so maybe I can come in. I um, just want to talk to this guy, Guthrie. And the police officer is like, Guthrie. You said Guthrie? You said Guthrie? And Sherlock's like, I said Guthrie. You want me to spell it for you? You heard? <laughs> and the police officer is like, oh, well, that's who the crime scene is. And he, he points behind him and he's like, that's the guy impaled on the fence. <laughs> Yes. So apparently he fell. Well, the police officer says he jumped from his window. Mm. But Joan and Sherlock, of course, think he was probably pushed. Mm, a chipmunk probably startled him and another chipmunk tripped him mm-hmm. and he probably slipped off. Yeah. And a third chipmunk swung like Tarzan and, and kicked his head. <laughs> <laughs> so they go up to Guthrie's apartment and I guess they figure it out really quick. And they call the captain, and he comes in, because by the time the captain is there, Sherlock is all done with his homework, Mm -hmm. and he's playing piano. (laughs) And he plays for, like, a while with Captain there, and then he stops. He's like, now to reveal what we have found. (laughs) Now that I'm done showing off. Yeah. Do you think Johnny Lee Miller is playing the piano? I think so. I I think Johnny Lee Miller's just wicked talented. I think so, too. Yeah. He's good at accents. 
Mm-hmm. He's good at face acting and regular acting and playing piano. If, if I think he can play the piano just as well as he plays with my heartstrings. Very well. Very well. He's good at looking cute. Mm-hmm. He's good at getting his head shaved. <laughs> yep. We'll find that out later in the the season. Not this season. Sorry. We'll find that out later in the series. Ooh. Mm-hmm. He's good at... Making friends over the course of seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Very slowly. Very slowly, but surely. But um, Sherlocky. <laughs> he does make friends very Sherlockly. He does. <laughs> so now that... Now that the captain is there, Sherlock says, you know, the people on the scene originally thought it was a suicide, but Joan and I found blood evidence and we examined it very carefully. And it looks like it was a high impact um, splash. (laughs) I don't remember the word, (laughs) but that was not a drip. That was a... That was blood splattering out of somebody. Mm. And he's like, so we think this is from, you know, the attacker or maybe Guthrie. And he, they also, he's like, we also found where the diamonds were held. What? Because that safe had a bunch of uncut diamonds in it. Mm-hmm. Uncut gems. 2019 Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this guy has some decorative vases that have rocks in them, decorative rocks in them. Would you ever have these in your home? Um, when, when I see these, I just think of uh, Nanny's house in Florida, mm-hmm. um, which she just has jars filled with seashells. 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 Mm-hmm. So it's a thing people do. People do it. I, I feel like I feel like it's a, a an older person thing. Mm. Like I, I feel like older people also sometimes have like dishes full of fake candy. Like glass, what? it was the thing Nanny had. I guess it's just Nanny has <laughs> has it collects jars of things and and plates of of fake candies. That's like, just like little made like made of glass. No, oh, okay, that would be decorative. I was yeah. thinking like fake out fake candy where you like unwrap it and you're like ah my tooth. Yeah, it's just a bowl of M and M's, but when you eat them, they're pebbles. Yeah, it's just uncut diamonds wrapped <laughs> in candy wrappers. Um, yeah, I would never have these because I know that I would knock it over. And rocks would go everywhere. Oh, yeah. And then I would have, and then I would clean them up and there would be one that would still be on the floor under the fridge or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or I I know that maybe even I wouldn't knock it over. Balta would knock it over. Balta would definitely knock it over. He would be like, oh, this game where you have to knock over the cylinder as much as possible. Yeah. And not only is it just like a thing filled with rocks, each cylinder is filled with three different colors of rocks mm-hmm. and they're placed nicely. So every time you knock it over, uh-huh. you then got to separate all the pieces, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's kind of fun when you start a Legos build or, or Ikea, but when it's the eighth time this week. And it's little pebbles. And they're pebbles. It's not fun. No. So as you just said, each cylinder has three layers of colored rocks, except one of the cylinders only has two layers. Huh. <gasps> And there's like a gap at the top for to pour cream in, <laughs> you know. And Sherlock is like, they probably put the uncut diamonds in this cylinder, hid it in plain sight. Whoa. Made it look like it's just rocks. Because uncut diamonds just kind of look like clear rocks. Not even that clear. Kind of yeah. foggy and cube-like. Cube? Yeah. Yeah. They were kind of boxy. Okay. <laughs> um, and he's like, but, you know, the person that killed Guthrie was probably in a hurry, so... Check this shit out. And he dumps the cylinder out. He tips it over. He doesn't throw them. Yeah. Like gambling <laughs> dice or something. He picks it up and throws it against the wall. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Stones go everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
And in the pile that he's tipped out, there's one very clear-ish. Cube-ish. Cube-ish. Rock. Sure, cubish. Um, yeah, there's a rock in there. And he's like, that's, this is probably, and Marcus is like, so you're saying that's, uh, and Captain goes, uncut diamond. Get CSU in here. <laughs> Something like that. Um, I like that the captain. Get Jared in here. <laughs> and uh, every kill begins with K. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like that the captain, like, is so often like, whoa, Sherlock is right. Yeah. I mean, sometimes he's like, if he's wrong, then he's wrong, and I want to know he's wrong. But <laughs> so, so now it's a murder investigation. It's not just a... A, it's a gravity n- situation. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and Joan is like, okay, well, um, it's six o'clock. We got to go to get ready for dinner. And Sherlock is like, um, Joan, this is a murder investigation. I don't have time for dinner. I'm probably going to be really fixated on this. You should go without me. And then Joan gets to dinner and Sherlock's like already there with his with her parents. And he's like, and that's when I said, that's not a horse. That's my wife. (laughs) 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 And Sherlock's like, oh, Joan, you're finally here. Hi, I've been telling your family all about you and how great you are. And my job also. (laughs) And so he's like, yeah, you know, my work is interesting. And Joan is actually quite a promising detective in her own right. Hmm. Joan's like, no. Stop it. I'm not a detective. I'm a sober companion. It's just interesting. I just like what you do. And I want to be one. What? No. <laughs> and then Sherlock says some really nice stuff. Um, he says, she practices a very unique specialty, your daughter. She rebuilds lives from the ground up. You can measure her success in careers restored. In my case, criminals caught and lives saved. And everyone's just like, oh, damn. I never thought of it like that. Joni kind of dope. Your, your job does Mean something, Joan. <laughs> you're not just a babysitter. Oh, you're not a useless sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I then still like your brother better. <laughs> he's engaged, so he's gonna have grandbabies a lot sooner than you, Joan. <laughs> and then <laughs> Sherlock, just to re- just to like uh, bring home the idea that he is being fake normal. <laughs> he's like, so what are we gonna order? I hear the rabbit is amazing. <laughs> she likes like this is how humans talk right yeah he's like i don't love to look at dead bodies and um i haven't memorized encyclopedic knowledge of anything just, i'm a regular normal guy mm-hmm. i like stuff like people and things food is good it's good and i like that i have to eat it every day <laughs> multiple times a day. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I don't try to maximize my meals every time so I can have fewer of them. And then in the car on the way home from dinner, there's a moment that I think I like even better. Mm. Which is Joan is like, I know you're just going to brush it off, but thank you for saying that to my family. And Sherlock is like, I was just saying what they wanted to hear, Joan. And Joan's like, I knew you were going to brush it off. Yeah. And it's sweet. It's like, Sherlock, you, one, didn't have to go. Mm-hmm. And two, did not have to say any of that. Mm -hmm. Since when the fuck do you care what other people want to hear? Yeah. He can't even come up with a convincing reason that he would have said it 
mm-hmm. besides to be nice to Joan and, and make her life a little easier. Yeah. Because he likes her and they're friends. Yeah. <laughs> and he says to her, like, listen, your family is conventional. I know you like to pretend that you're conventional, but you're not. You're weird like me. You want to be a detective. Just saying. He doesn't say that part, but he's like, <laughs> we're alike. You also want to fuck twins. <laughs> Joan is like, everyone wants to fuck twins. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, no. So I really like that. Uh, I, I really like this angle that's been developing of, of Sherlock. Just like, okay, Joan, you're my sober companion. Wink. <laughs> so now that they're <laughs> also in the cab, Sherlock is like, I'm finding some interesting things on the dead guy's phone. And Joan is like, that's supposed to be an evidence. And he's like, well, it's right here in my hands. He's like, we have been over this. <laughs> How many times does Sherlock just take something from evidence? Anytime he needs it. All the time. Yeah. I'll give it back after I get to the killer. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So um, he's got this, this guy's got this note in his phone on his like notes app with three people's first names and their phone numbers. And Joan is like, oh, his fellow jurors. Maybe he just wanted to be friends with them. Wouldn't he just put them in his contact at that point? No, Joan. Yeah. That's what I was thinking the whole time. It's like, how sneaky really is this? (laughs) It's like, oh, no one will find these. I I don't want to put these numbers in my contacts because people will find them. Let me just put it in my note section where (laughs) no one will find. No one will find them unless they open my notes app. (laughs) And they go to my note that I've titled crime numbers. Yeah. Yeah, can't you just... At some point, you should just write those down. (laughs) Delete that note. Write that on a piece of paper with some gibberish on the back. (laughs) Um, So they they connect those first names to to three jurors. So the way that Joan learns that Sherlock has connected these three people is at 3 a.m., he's blaring opera. (laughs) And she's like, turn it down! And he's like, no. And she like manually turns the crank and he like puts it back up with his remote. Yeah. And he's like, I'm basking. And she's like, bask silently. (laughs) Bask not at three in the morning. Yeah. Um, And so uh, he explains what he's found. So there are, you know, as we already said, there was a software guy on the original team and there's a software engineer in the juror pool. And there are three other people. So there was the locksmith guy, and there's a juror whose dad was a locksmith. Mm-hmm. There's the electrical engineer? Sure. I think. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, there, there's the one person who um, is a hairdresser, mm-hmm. so they have access to hairspray. Hairspray. Uh, that's the And that's boxes. The end. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, well, that was on the original team. And in the jury team, it's a hair hairspray salesman <laughs> so they've got the boxes that they ship in oh damn and the hairspray yeah got it all and there's a last one last person on the the jury team that's um amelie and they're like she doesn't have any discernible thief skills yeah amelie blue twig or something <laughs> but her maiden name huh is batonvert Green stick. Green stick. Oh, that's mean sick. Oh, stick. <laughs> that's the inside man. What's brown and sticky? What? A green stick. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love this because he's like, so Sherlock is explaining this to Joan. And he's like, these four jurors had overlapping skills with the four original uh, 
thieves. And they probably noticed that and it probably started as a joke. Oh, we could, we could do this. We look we, just like the, haha, <laughs> unless. We could rob the lion hat. Wouldn't that be, <laughs> wouldn't that be? <laughs> unless. Mm, unless. Ha. <laughs> Just kidding, uh, unless you're into it. Haha, uh, ha, we could have a four-way bank job. Just kidding, unless, unless you're free. Ha, ha. We could go four separate ways, or... Or we could all walk in one direction. The band. What do you, what do you think, Harry? <laughs> Leo? Niall? Zane? And that's... Who's saying that? Louis. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you knew. Louis, I, I know Louis. He's the most handsome. I know. That's you think it's Harry Styles, but... I mean, no. Harry is my favorite, but Zayn is objectively the most handsome. Well. I th- I also haven't um, changed my ruling since um, sophomore year of college. Uh-huh. Uh, so I haven't really thought about it since. We can do a new ranking. I don't know that uh, you were ever correct. No offense to Louis Stans, but... Well, that's your onion. It takes all kinds. We're a mixed preference relationship, I guess. <laughs> but we can all agree it's not Liam. Yes. <laughs> yes, we can. Who do you think Balto's favorite would be? Niall. Because he's he seems the most friendly. Yeah. He's the shortest, the easiest to lick. Mm-hmm. Easiest to bowl over. <laughs> um so so yeah. We have the same we have the same characteristics as the original safe cracking team. Haha. <laughs> Unless So they get all the jurors back in the room. And they're all there except for two of them, who are both on the team that Sherlock has... The new heist. The new heist team. Mm -hmm. And one is um, dead because... Guthrie. Guthrie. He fell out the window. And then the other one is, like, missing. And they're like, maybe he's killing his teammates off. So they have the the DNA blood evidence. They just need to match people, um, people's DNA. To the blood DNA. That's how it works. Yep. So Sherlock is like, so if you could swab the inside of your mouth, um, that would be great. And then we can find the killer. I mean, if you're the killer, don't do it because then we'll find you. But whatever. But and- if you're not the killer, then you have no reason not to. Mm-hmm. I hate I hate the cops do that. Mm-hmm. You got nothing to hide. You got nothing to hide. Then down naked and show me your butthole. Give it's me- like, no, officer, I don't want to. Yeah. I'm busy. It's not because I'm ashamed of my butthole. No, you want to see butthole? You'll pay me five ninety nine on OnlyFans. Uh huh. For the premium package. Yeah, I only charge two ninety nine, but you're paying five. Yeah, the special cop anti discount. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this one guy that they're like, if it's not the guy that's missing, it's this guy, this uh, Lopez guy. Locksmith. Locksmith man. man. And they're like, oh, locksmith, you're, like, hesitant to give us your cheese quab. <laughs> Ew. I, I don't that. want your cheese quab. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> and they're like, "Does um, you don't have to. You know, if you're the killer, you don't have to. Uh? And he's like, I don't care. I'm not scared. <laughs> Gives them his cheese quab. <laughs> and <laughs> Cheese on the cob. Balto would give his cheese quab, but he doesn't have a cheek. And uh, they're like, ha ha, got him. But then, um, so they're like, okay, so wait, so he gave us his DNA. Maybe he's not the killer. Like, maybe he is, and he just didn't want to tip us off. But maybe he isn't, and that's why he's so confident to give yeah. the DNA. They, they, they are smart. They, they do send a tail after Lopez and um, a Lady Greenstick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just to be safe. Yeah. 
And they put out a bolo on this third missing member of the team. We, we can bring this up later, but when they find out that it's, when they don't think it's Lopez, when the, the DNA comes back, and they're like, yeah, we'll just stop tailing him. Mm-hmm. I know they find him, like, right away. Yeah. Pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But, like, Guy is still wanted for a fucking heist. <laughs> That's a great point. Just because he didn't murder somebody doesn't mean you can just be like, hope he doesn't leave the country. I mean, they don't have anything on him. Yeah. Other than that. Yeah. It's a good point, though. Yeah. Because you'd want to tail him just in case he follows, just in case he spends any of his money. Mm-hmm. He's like, do you take uncut diamonds? <laughs> He's at McDonald's, and they're like, no. Yes. <laughs> we take anything. <laughs> he goes to, like, the shadiest-looking cashier, <laughs> and the cashier's like, no. Maybe in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you some extra fries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'll overflow your fu- your fry packet. <laughs> oh, damn. Mm. That's called overstuffing in the business. I worked at a McDonald's. I know. And I never got shit for it. Yeah. Because you didn't know me at the time. I don't want your excuses. <laughs> and yet you never bring me fish. <laughs> so they put out a bolo, and they put out a bolo for this last guy that they think is missing. What? And they put on a bolo tie. And they put on a bolo tie. And... The bolo was also on BOGO, so Sherlock and Joan both got one. Oh, yeah. that would be cute. <laughs> Little coins, and one of them says, best... And the other one says, guilty. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't coordinate before they bought them. <laughs> and they, so they go to this guy's house. What? <laughs> I want like matching something with you now that says best guilty. <laughs> I saw necklaces at Claire's.com that said best cousins. No, it just said best cousin. <laughs> but there were two of them. Like mm. it was a two pack. So like, you're my best cousin. You're my best cousin. And I was like, I just want to buy this and just wear it so my cousins know cousin. who the best is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Show up to the family reunion. Like, I don't know, guys. It says I'm the best cousin. Yeah. And my custom printed t-shirt says, I'm not lucky. I am the number one cousin. <laughs> um, kind of sounded like I said cousin. Did it sound like I said cousin? Fuck no. <laughs> So they go to this guy's house who's been missing that they put a bolo out on. Oh, dang. And he's dead. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> They're like, knock, knock, knock. Hello, answer your door. And Sherlock is like, um, there are coffin flies here. So. Yeah. yeah. Bell's knocking on the door, which is just ironic. And, and, and Sherlock <laughs> is like, I don't know, man. Maybe let's check out these flies. And yeah, coffin flies are buzzing around, and, and they take a closer look, and as the flies land, they land on some cardboard, and they spell out, he dead. Mm-hmm. And Sherlock, with his bare fucking hands, <laughs> removes the cardboard. Picks up the cardboard with, on, like, the wet side. Yeah. So gross. And underneath is Alex Smith, or Wilson. whatever the fuck his name was. Yeah, Wilson. Will- Alex Wilson. Wilson Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith. <gasps> oh, shit. Yeah. It's just like how on um, Secret Life of the American Teenager, the grandma's boyfriend's name is... Um, Will Smith. Dan Levy. Mm. But he's played by Will Smith. <laughs> and um, nope, there's no and. We're going to nope. start a new sentence. Just It's just Will Smith. Will Smith. And Sherlock's like, oh, there goes his pursuit of happiness. Oh, se- seven organs. What is that movie called? Uh, seven. I think it's just... 
I know the one, the jellyfish. Um, the flies are legend. <laughs> he just starts pointing at body parts. Hancock. <laughs> Let's move on from this. Um, so they get a DNA match for the. <laughs> they check the body and then he found some <laughs> fresh prints. <laughs> so they get a DNA match for the blood evidence. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's to this woman, Audrey Hegera. And Sherlock is there when they like storm her house. They don't, when they go to her house. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I'm gumpy. And Joan is like, what part of it don't you like? That she's a army chaplain or that she has a Habitats for Humanities bumper sticker. Bumper sticker. And he's like, she doesn't fit. She makes no sense. Oh, I don't fit. I don't like it. Myself was perfect. Who's this lady? I don't like this wrench. <laughs> <laughs> and they go in the house and she's not in there. And they're looking at all of her like, Number one best lady trophies, and, <laughs> you know, a drawing from a kid that lives up the street. Like, thank you for always buying my lemonade. You're my hero. <laughs> That's her turtle <laughs> that thinks that she's home. Yeah. The turtle bit that into the leaves. <laughs> I love you, turtle. <laughs> so they're looking around and she's got all these pictures of her doing nice stuff Including a picture with her sister, who's bald. Huh. Got tubes. And Jonah's like, <gasps> her sister has leukemia. Oh. And she's got this ribbon. Oh, it says number one sister with leukemia. <laughs> it says best cousin. <laughs> and Jonah's like, no, no, no. She, her, because of that, Audrey dedicated herself to helping other people who had the same disease. By donating bone marrow. Bone marrow. Bone marrow. It's my favorite Pokemon. Bone marrow. <laughs> bone marrow. What is it? Marowak. Oh. Or, or Q, Q, Q bone marowak. Q bone marowak. Do you think that's why it's called marowak? Because he hits you with the big bone? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I mean, that's. I mean, a lot of the names are like that. Pikachu is a fucking pervert. Pikachu. Squirtle. Moving on. I hate that. <laughs> so much. It makes you bulbasaur. No. In the sore. In the brain. Because you hate it. My bulbous brain. <laughs> makes my bulbous brain sore. He's called Squirtle because he looks like a turtle and he squirts water. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I know. And then he grows into a war turtle. Yeah. So, they figured it out. Joan figured it out how sh- this woman could be the the match for the blood sample right Beca- because uh locksmith dude from the new heist also had leukemia also had leukemia so they bring him in and they explain this last little piece of the puzzle to him by so that we can understand yeah it. they explain it to us through him yeah it's not quite a parlor room reveal sort of a parlor room closet reveal <laughs> it's more of a haha gotcha yeah <laughs> to the to the criminal because they're trying to compel him. They're trying to get him to give them a blood sample. And he's like, no, thank you. And they're like, well, we know your blood is going to match and not your skin cells because... Bone marrow. When you get a bone marrow transplant, uh, the, some of the DNA gets transplanted into you. But bone marrow makes blood. So that foreign DNA is only contained in your blood and not your hair or skin or mucus. Or your cheese quabs. Or your cheese quabs. And... He's like, well, too bad. Goodbye. And they're like, oh, 
we have a court order. You have to give us the blood. Oh, did we forget to mention? But we did just want to be jerks and, yeah. and poke you. Haha, <laughs> you're going to jail, nerd. <laughs> Forever. Um, and because he's like, I can't believe that you brought my illness into this. And Sherlock's like, you stole $40 million and killed two people. <laughs> <laughs> Which, one of those is, two two of those things is much worse than the third one. Yeah, but $40 million is a big number. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like, oh, yeah, you stole $40 million and you killed two people. <laughs> the thing is, the safe was stealing 40 million dollars out of rotation in the economy by just having those diamonds just there yeah buy fries with diamonds yeah buy local with uncut diamonds (laughs) my etsy shop also uh, accepts uncut diamonds if anyone is wondering so you know what that means solving crime time's over we did it we got them we did it which means but we have some time left for character development love it and because this episode is kind of about Joan maybe sticking her toe a little bit into being a detective, maybe thinking about it, maybe she gets the character development today. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sherlock's so, like, I'm good. <laughs> I've developed. Mm-hmm. No more developing for me. No. So knock on the door and Joan's like, what, triplets? And Sherlock's like, no, it's your mom. Oh, got him. Bing, and then she opens the door, and it's her mom. Mm-hmm. And Sherlock was like, "I told you so." Yeah, I checked our um, ring security. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> our ring doorbell. Uh huh. Um, and so it is. And uh, oh, also, um, bef- before the do- the doorbell rings, uh, Sherlock brings over the crate of champagne that those Leviathan people have oh, sent yeah. him, and he's like, "Each of those four bottles is worth five hundred dollars." They're stupid for sending it to me and not asking first if I drink. And Joan's like, "Yeah." pours it down the drain she so sherlock goes like uh i can't have them but you go ahead and enjoy them mm-hmm. and joan's like can i will you be okay with that because mm-hmm. of the smell and he's like yeah i'll be fine and then she starts pouring and i was like oh dang she's just having a glass but then but then you see that she's pouring it down the sink yeah yeah that's not made obvious at, <laughs> <laughs> at the beginning and you're like oh she's gonna drink the whole bottle like, okay Joan Thirsty. <laughs> There's a mug in the sink. You think it's going down the drain, but it's just going into her big her big bowl cup from the, <laughs> yeah. that episode. She's just pouring it into the blender, gonna drink it out of that. <laughs> I've done that before. Oh, geez. Why dirty a cup? Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so Joan's mom is there. And she's like, listen, I'm sorry that I was critical of your job before, but it's only because it didn't seem like you liked it at all. I'm your mom, and I want you to be happy. Mm-hmm. And and this job does not seem to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and my parents have had this conversation with me as well. My dad had this conversation with me where he was like, you know, you got to think about what you want to do in your future and, and you know, where you want to go, because this job you have now sucks, <laughs> and it's stupid. <laughs> my, when my parents gave me this talk, it was not, you don't seem passionate about your job, mm. which, but that is also true. Um, employers don't listen, but um, <laughs> yeah. My, my mom and I had a, had a similar conversation when I was officially like, I want to do theater and I, that's what I, I want to make a career out of. Mm-hmm. She was like very supportive and was like, oh, I kind of wish I had supported you more when you were 18 so you could have gone into school for theater. And I'm like, me and my $120,000 of student debt agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rip. I wish Moreland Holmes was real and could give us 
$120,000. Why would he? Because I know his secret. Oh, damn. I'd be like, Moreland, have you ever heard of a little show called Elementary? There's scenes in there you don't know about. I saw your butt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, spoilers for the Moreland Holmes um, butt reveal. (laughs) Also, Sherlock's dad's name is Moreland. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if we mentioned that. (laughs) Maybe we did. But yeah, so so Joan's mom is like, listen, you've never seemed to like being a sober companion. But when Sherlock was talking about detective work, you like lit up. And Joan is like, no, I'm not a detective. Oh, my God. (laughs) Stop. And her mom is like, "Mm." and this is, I think, a pivotal moment for the show. Because she's like, people find their paths in all sorts of ways. Mm. I think, I don't know. I I mean, I'm always like kind of a rule follower. So I feel like I wouldn't think of this kind of thing of like, oh, if you come across somebody who's got a job that you like and you feel like you could do it, you can just do it. Yeah. Like, it's allowed. Mm -hmm. And Joan is like, um, I'm pretty sure it's not allowed. But thank you for coming, mom. Love you. Bye. (laughs) You can't just become a detective. No. Meanwhile... I can't just learn from somebody who's going to devote a bunch of time and energy into teaching me how to be a detective. Meanwhile, Sherlock is not a real detective either. He's just a dude that has a good sense of smell. He has called, he has started calling himself a detective. Yeah. That is so true. <laughs> he has no formal, wow. Wow. Yeah. You can do anything. You can. I'm a hairdresser now. Well, my last haircut says differently. <laughs> You also have to learn how to do the thing. Uh-huh. Does not, it doesn't have to be formal education, but you do have to learn. That's true. Yeah. Luckily, we have Bobo and we can practice on him. Mm-hmm. You're going to look so pretty. I'm going to give him a perm. <laughs> he's going to be so fluffy. Anyway, so Sherlock comes in and he's like, hey, I saw something interesting on the news you might want to see. And he puts on this news report of uh, somebody being like, Van Gogh's Peter has been spotted. It's been returned. It's been returned mysteriously mysteriously it just came back on its own mm-hmm. seems like the art thief had a guilty conscience mm-hmm. and he looks so pleased with himself he's like john are you proud of me mm-hmm. i did it i did it i'm best guilty <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the episode yeah i thought that was a really sweet cap to it because it's not only joan's mom being like joan be detective but it's also Sherlock being like, Joan, I listen to you. <laughs> Good influence. It's really cute. Yeah. So what did you think of the episode? You said earlier you think it's a pretty straightforward episode. Yeah. I, I feel like it didn't take many risks. Uh-huh. It was kind of just safe. <laughs> <laughs> this is, but but honestly, you setting up that pun earlier, Yeah. I expected thought you were being normal mm-hmm. and <laughs> so i started thinking about it and like this episode is very straightforward yeah it's like there's a mystery they follow the clues they solve it then sprinkled in with some jonah's detective and sherlock helping her be detective and sprinkled in with some sherlock does sex yeah <laughs> with twins there's not a, it's not twins every time but it was twins this time yeah, I like I like this episode, and and I feel like a lot of Elementary is like this. Mm-hmm. It's just this structure. They they do they do have the little steps towards friendship, little incremental doop doop doop. Yeah, and it's just kind of a mystery of the week. And I fucking love mysteries of the week. And I always hate when they become 
this like huge overarching plot confusing bleh. yeah like i'm i'm really glad that sherlock never has to save manhattan yeah yeah <laughs> and they do have some arcs that take longer they have people that recur over seasons and yeah stuff and, like and that. you know there are obviously some crimes that are bigger in yeah. scale yeah but never it's not like sherlock holmes has to call in his avenger buddies and <laughs> yeah and he never has to like untangle a conspiracy involving a lot of who know who knew the truth and what over the whole season you know yeah. it's not that kind of show and it's successfully not that kind of show i love this television show yeah it's the best one good episode yeah i liked the it me too now we have a vis a, a listener question from a listener? Mm-hmm. So if you have any questions for us about episodes of LMNOP or elementary, you can submit them at our Twitter at LMNOPcast on Twitter. Or just any questions about anything. Mm-hmm. We're really smart. Yeah. So we have this week, we have a question from friend of the show, guest of the show, Alex Leafcrunch. And she says, if you had a twin who was down to commit a twin's crime... What crime would you most want to commit that involves being a twin? Switching twins, etc. You know, twins crime. Twin crime. Yeah. Very simple. Mm-hmm. Here's, so you've heard of man getting arrested for crime, but turns out his twin actually did it. Uh-huh. So, oh, well then, man number one, free to go. Mm-hmm. Take that to the extreme. Mm-hmm. I kill a bunch of people. Uh-huh. And then, and then my twin kills a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we... Cancel each other out because you each are the alibi for the other. Yeah, twins. You're like, oh, oh, you didn't murder this person. Your twin did. And it could be every person that you want to murder, your twin murders. Yeah, because then they're like, it doesn't make sense for the twin to do it. You're right. Wow. I don't want you to kill a bunch of people. I'm glad you don't have a twin. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. I'm working on it. With who? I'll let you know when I find them. <laughs> you tell me, seven billion people. There's not a single person out there that looks exactly like me and shares my DNA. <laughs> I was going to say there's an elementary episode for that, but <laughs> not the DNA part. I would commit a bank robbery prank and go to real jail for it. <laughs> <laughs> I would become the world's greatest magician by killing my twin. <laughs> <laughs> no. It would bring me prestige. That's not... How that movie works. Well, I read one synopsis of it, so I'm pretty (laughs) sure. Do you know what I'm talking about with the robbery prank thing, though? No. So there's this... Oh, you know what I would do is um, become YouTube stars. It's not a crime, but it is immoral. Well, I was going to say it should be. (laughs) Um, There's these twins on YouTube, the Stokes twins. Mm -hmm. And they're, you know, like... Excited about everything. (laughs) Um... They, they're like, you know, mid-teen boys who, with relatively clear skin, Mm -hmm. and they're twins, so people are gaga for them. And they do pranks, and they do videos, they do a lot of videos that are copies of other videos. Sounds like a sweet life. (laughs) Womp, womp. (laughs) And, um, if I had a twin, my twin crime would be running in the lobby. (gasps) I would do it all the time. None of that! (laughs) Stop running in my lobby! So the Stokes twins have this channel, and they do stupid, quote-unquote, comedy sketches and Mm -hmm. stuff, pranks and stuff. And they did this one um, video back in October, 
bank robbery prank. Ooh. Where they were, they put on balaclavas and they were running around in all black with big duffel bags, like running away from the bank and like going up to people and being like, hey, do you know like where there's a good big bank around here? Like that I can make like a big, big withdrawal, if you know what I mean. And um, then they would go back to people and be like, here, I never would have gotten any of this money if it wasn't for you. So like have this stack of cash. And they they went up to one guy and he was like, no, I'm not interested. I don't know. <laughs> and it was, um, there's a lot of like commentary YouTube channel videos about it because mm-hmm. it's just such a fucking ridiculous thing. It's such a fail of a video. They go into an Uber and they're like, can you like step on it? Like our getaway driver like bailed. <laughs> And he's like, this is weird. Get out of my car. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to be an accessory to whatever whatever this is. And the Uber driver called the police on them. <laughs> and then, like, got in trouble with the police himself. Like, like because the police just came and were like, oh, so you were a getaway driver? Is that what you're saying? Uh-huh. And they've had, they had the cops called on them a bunch. And this is all stuff that's in their video. They're, like, talking to people of, like, yeah, haha, like, people have been calling the police on us all day. Uh, like, fucking... Duh? Yeah. Of course they were. What were you expecting? Yeah. And the cop comes and is like, this is the stupid thing. You shouldn't be doing this. And they're like, well, usually people know it's a prank, like, right away, because, like, we're twins and, like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We're twins wearing fucking ski masks. Right! Yeah. It's real funny. And then they, like, talk to the police officer and they're like, oh, yeah, thanks. And then they keep doing it. And they're like, so we've been doing this for, like, a couple days now, guys. That's honestly, like, the best footage we found. Like, the best reactions we got from people. So stupid. So, anyway, they're going to real jail. They, like, <laughs> they like got arrested for that. Or, yeah, I think they got arrested. Good. Yeah. And I'm sure that, you know, they're millionaires. They'll, they won't actually get any jail time. Mm-hmm. But, like, God, make good videos, maybe. Yeah. Instead of bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's your YouTube drama update. I did a couple prank videos. Mm-hmm. One was called a one was a tutoring prank. Okay, and so I would just go up to people and start tutoring them. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, "Hey, yeah, your your friend Dave um, said you would meet me in the in the cafeteria." So I just figured we'd start chapter nine. Um, get ready for <laughs> for this week's test. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, okay, so a circle's radius. <laughs> and I, I I just had like my friend's textbooks. I hadn't read any of them. And I just like <laughs> open it up to random pages and just begin. That's such a good prank because it's stupid. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah, exactly. And it's also like not like smelling girl's hair prank. Yeah. I hate that shit. <laughs> tutoring. When you said a tutoring prank, mm-hmm. I thought that you were going up to people and sticking your tutor in their face. And tooting. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good prank. (laughs) Anyway, um, thank you for the question, Alex. Um, I'm sorry that I didn't give a good answer. I'm sorry I gave too good of an answer. Yeah, it's hard being this good. I would assume. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for watching or listening. Or (gasps) did you, would you ever play music on, on like iTunes? And it would On do music, like the, the laser show. The Microsoft. Yeah. I had the Microsoft version of that. Yeah. The waveform maker yeah. makes the like hydrous. No. The laser show. What's the thing? Laser show. Where you rotate it and it makes different shapes. Kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope. Laser show. Cha- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe people are watching Watch it on that. like that. I wonder yeah. what we look like as a kaleidoscope or as a laser show. I wonder what this looks like. 
<laughs> if you are watching us with the um, kaleidoscope or laser show or any other setting, feel free to um, take a screenshot and submit it on our Discord. Ooh. Ooh. Our pinned tweet on twitter.com slash lmnopcast is a link to join our Discord, and we would love to have you. Um, we want to see what your waveforms look like. <laughs> we <laughs> we have... Um, as I mentioned previously, we have the grumpy Sherlock emoji and the proud Sherlock emoji. We also have Sherlock holding his bowl. And Sherlock holding his bowl closer. Yes. I tried to make it look like he's holding a bigger bowl, but it just looks like he's cheersing you with his mm-hmm. bowl. So now that's what we do. We <laughs> press big bowl to show respects. <laughs> <laughs> I respect big bowls. Yes. I am Val Flight Cub. You can find me on Twitter at Flight Cub Buh. The second B in Flight Cub stands for a big bowl. (laughs) And I'm Alec, and you can find me by first finding yourself. Oh, thank you for listening. This marble will keep on rolling. Farewell. Guten Tag. Does that mean goodbye? I think it means a good afternoon. Aloha. Shalom. Lahaim. See you later, chicken. It was a Reddit post where he was talking to like a four-year-old, and they were like, see you later, alligator. And of course, the kid had never heard that before. And they were just like, see you later, chicken. I, one time in high school, I asked my friend, what's shaken bacon? And he responded with, what's up, sausage? <laughs> so, see you later, sausage. <laughs>